So, guys, um, that was that was a bit of a. I don't even know what to say. I think I'm just very disappointed by that result, and I guess that's all season done. I don't even think we're going to get European football at this stage. Um, Teddy, what did you think of that? No, I thought it was very poor. Um, the defence was was shambolic, um, and there was like a, a general lack of desire throughout the whole pitch. Like the way it just went flat in the second half was really disappointing. Like it's a North London derby, and they just weren't up for it in the right way. Like some of the players were lively. There was some good like shots from distance, but we didn't really even create many chances. Quite frankly, like almost all of our best efforts and our goal were like long distance shots, free kicks, stuff like that. Like really, we contributed very little. Um, and yeah, fully deserve to lose that game. It was a really poor display considering the improvement we've seen over the past few weeks. Would you put it more down to the players, or do you think it was Arteta's tactics in that first half? No, I, I, I think it has to, you have to put the blame on the players. Like, what can Arteta do for a goal like that for the first one? Like, it's just such poor defending from Kalasinac. Like, why, why he's taking so long on that pass? It's an easy pass out to the wing to Tierney, but like, absolutely leaves Louis stranded. Um, the amount of times you saw Mustafi give the ball away, go to ground too easily, it was, it, was, it was so poor. Like there were some good players on the day. Some of the boys had a really good game. Um, Tobias was excellent again. Mm-hmm. Like um, Bamiang and Lacazette had their moments. But I thought, yeah, some of them were really poor. The defenders and Pepe, like the three centre backs and Pepe, were all shocking. Mm. Yeah, Leonard, what were your thoughts on it then? I thought it was a. I think I kind of. I, th- I thought after the first goal, I thought we were gonna go on and win it, but we can, we got such an easy goal. It was such a stupid goal. I think 100 percent of the blame lies at Clashnats for me. I think very poor pass. David Luiz, he was too. He's very slow, so I kind of see why he 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 couldn't get to it. But 100 percent blame lies at Clashnats. Attack was pretty poor. I do have to say Pepe was poor, but there was a spell 15 minutes before the. Well, the end of the first half, where where he was kind of hotting up and was kind of getting to the game, but then after that, he kind of like just dissipated. No one really, none of the, like the front three except Lacazette, I'd probably say, really provided much in the game. Uh, Abamyang should have scored at least two. The first, like I think, first like fifteen minutes where he had the shot, where he like went through his legs, and, like hit the back of it. Oh my god, should have scored that. Normally he would bury that. But it was a poor game from both teams. I don't think any either of us deserve European football. George, well, as the resident Spurs fan appearing on the podcast for the first time. No, <laughs> I mean, you guys have been poor this whole season. And somehow, even when you're poor, you still manage to win out White Hart Lane or whatever your stadium is called. Like, what the fuck I is know, that? It, was, it wasn't... It wasn't a good performance. It was it was pretty awful. Um, Aurier is, is a disgrace to the football club. Um, the same way, I, I guess, Louise is for you. Um, Louise hasn't but, even been that bad, to be fair. Like, to be fair. Really shit. It's probably he wasn't even that bad that game. Kalasanak and Mustafi were yeah. so much worse. Mustafi diving at the end was, was awful. Yeah, I think, I think like Kane, towards the end, Mustafi got rattled by Kane and started like, Mm. Being really rash, diving into challenges and everything. Well, Kane only really came into the game the last twenty minutes. Um, yeah, did make a difference. You fair when he did. I thought Son had a decent game as well. But I don't know. Yeah, it was. I thought you were probably the better team. You had more of the ball. I thought um, 
Cabeos was very good. I thought he was really good, to be fair. He controlled that midfield. Winston for Celso didn't really even have a touch in that second half. But... I don't think anyone had a touch in that second half. As well. <laughs> they just seemed to really just like backtrack, get a bunch of yellow cards, and then just slot it when they need to. And yeah. the little set piece yeah. at the end. Unbelievably frustrating. I don't think I've been more... I think our midfield is actually quite there good. I think Shaka was playing the well. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the yellow cards are warranted, to be honest. Like, so Tom, yeah, like, no, you haven't really had a chance to speak your mind on the game. What do you think of it? Well, first I'll say, well, Lacazette scoring. I'm happy he's finally got a goal because that was just a banger. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. finally, you can see just weeks of frustration in that shot. That he could actually, like, get a goal for once but then after that there was just not really much going I think the most one part is just the link uh, between like just defence and the rest of the team like when Klasenac and Mustafi are playing if, if Klasenac and Mustafi are playing in the same position and Mustafi is like bettering Klasenac then it's just it's just so frustrating to watch and yeah, I don't know where Klasenac fits in to be honest because He's not quite playing like the left back role of Tierney. He can't really do the centre back role of Louise, even though when Louise like messes up. Yeah, frustrating. Um, to be to be fair, Louise made a very good. Uh, he defended very well when there's a two on one with Solomon yeah. Kane. And really Martinez well. was spectacular, I thought, uh, mm-hmm. despite the defence. And yeah, without him, geez, it would be a whole different story as well. I mean, you've got to think about like. It just shows like I don't think Arteta trusts any of our other centre backs because he's got Rob Holding on the bench, yeah, and he just refuses to play him. And I don't even know. I don't even think Rob Holding's that bad. Like he's a, he's a decent squad player, but he's clearly he'd be much better than Kalasanak in that left sided centre back role. Yeah, that left yeah. side. Yeah, that's that was just the weak one, especially when like, up against Aurier that side as well. And I thought he was really weak and should have been exploited so much more. He's he's awful. <laughs> <laughs> that first absolutely. goal, Oreo was all over the place. He's absolutely dreadful. But we have we have no depth there, so he's he's only he's our real only option to be honest. Um, what happened to that youngster that you have? Like the was it Walker Peters or Walker something? Peters. Yeah, he's at Southampton alone, which I don't yeah. understand that at all to be honest. But yeah, didn't have sold Trippier. Yeah, he sold Trippier. Yeah. I mean, he was a liability at the end, but he was still better than Oreo. I don't know. I think. Overall, though, I'd, I'd, I'd want your squad over ours, even if we did beat you today. A lot more young talent, and I'd take your manager over ours as well, to be honest. Even though we what won, your it was thought, awful. What were your awful. thoughts on Arteta's, like, changes to the end? Like, I thought him bringing on all of, like, those, like, sort of young energy balls, like, was a bit too late. Because there was a good 10-minute period beforehand. But just nothing really happened, and it was just, yeah... I thought they just brought on too late and didn't make a difference. Yeah, yeah Teddy, do you want to take that one or Leonard? Yeah, I, I agree. I'll take it. I'll take it. I think I think Arteta is a bit too slow with his uh, with his uh, substitutions. He always does them a bit too late, and then when they come on, they don't have enough time to make a big impact. I, I do think that if, if if they had been on earlier, we might have been able to nick a goal, quick goal, possibly. But oh. Just stupid. Teddy, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, I agree with Tom. I think it's a good point, actually. Like, they made like three substitutions last week and see the second goal. And 
like like for like good 20 minutes like the game was just passing everyone by there was like no intensity and the only substitution we saw was Saka and then they, yeah, they do the back and like you've got Joe Willock on he's got five minutes to do basically spot all like <laughs> there wasn't yeah the substitutions were too late definitely but I think we missed Nketiah like Lacazette definitely tired and they weren't didn't have an option to go up front I think that's why I just didn't want to start Laka that game, which obviously might have been a mistake hindsight, but I just feel that we, without Nketiah, we don't have, or Martinelli as well, we don't have a backup striker to play if it doesn't work out with Laka and Oba. And that I really showed this game because even though Nketiah doesn't, he doesn't always score, but he provides so much energy up front, which we just don't have on the bench without even Martinelli. And I think, it was a, I think you could argue it was a mistake to start both Laka and Oba that, this game. Well, I mean, Lacazette. There you go. No, I, don't, I don't know. Like Lacazette was probably our best attacker today, so he had to play. And like, you're not going to not play out of Amiens, So I thought, like, actually, did make sense. But... I thought Lacazette was almost overworked because a lot of the time you heading up, especially in that first half, you filled in a lot at midfield, mm-hmm. and it's just so frustrating to watch because if you look, how I just kept thinking. That old chestnut Ozil, if he was there in that middle role while Lacquer was false nining, like how like potent it could be. But yeah, you're missing Eddie, like really show because yeah, Lacquer just tired and there was no real midfield some counter attacking process. Like we had to really work for any shots on goal, like that one, like that Abam Abam show we hit the bar right at the end. Like whereas and then like flip flip the pitch and then. Just a straight ball to Kane, and he's basically it, like nearly in. Yeah, I mean the formation clearly has its faults. I think you can't really dominate the midfield when you only have two in that midfield, like whatsoever. Like, and it's not like Granite and like Sabayas are going to be dominate the field. They're just going to pass the ball a lot. And yeah, I, I think Arteta wants to move to a four-three-three, kind of like what Spurs were playing today. We just don't really have the players to do it. And if Mesut Ozil could actually, you know. You know, get off his arse and not play Fortnite all night and actually play in the team. <laughs> we we would actually have like a decent enough like number ten to play in there, but they still say that no. he's just got back soreness. Like, what is that? He's had back soreness for like five weeks. Just tell us he you're just not gonna play him. Yeah, I think it's strange that our weakest position is probably centre back, and yet we insist on playing three centre backs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you've got to you've got to cover though. If you have two rubbish ones, you might as well try. Yeah, three, but I mean, with three, it's more three more liabilities. You know, the, with two, <laughs> it's, two of them are going to make a mistake. With three, even more likely, one of them is going to make a mistake. <laughs> now, I do, I do think uh, centre backs are a liability. Also, I actually kind of got frustrated with Bellerin as well in the game. I was, I thought he, he kept so on cutting inside. Bellerin was he kept he kept on cutting inside. Like and there are, there I think are times that's why Pepe was playing so bad as well because Bellerin just just always cuts, cuts inside. Yeah. I thought okay, Pepe's making the run or Saka's making the run, pass it out wide, but no, he cuts inside. And oh my god, I didn't know Bellerin. When Bellerin, um, when Saka came on, I was convinced that he was coming on for Bellerin. So then Pepe and Saka down that wing, but that just seemed like the right thing to do. And then when that didn't happen, yeah, again Bellerin just. He's just so off the pace, and obviously he's come off from an ACL injury and all that. 
Oh, it's just so, it's, yeah, it's annoying <laughs> watching it, Richie, and it really limited. I think both those, because you have such good wingers and such good, like, attacking wingers, and they just don't quite have the sport. Tierney can do, like, if you had a Tierney that other side, like, that would be perfect, but, yeah, I don't think Bellerin can fill that role that well. Yeah, I thought Tierney was one of your best players today, actually. I was really impressed by him. Really I mean, good. I think he's our best defender by, like, yeah. so much. It's crazy. But, I mean, he was at fault for the corner goal. But I don't know why he's marking a tall centre-back on the other team. <laughs> like, just get one of our that, three like, centre-backs to David mark it. Mark, like, a Bamiyang when you have the corner as well. It makes no sense. I was like, I mean, like, our marking scheme is, is like, never made any sense. Even, like, under Wenger days and everything, like... Um, we, we can never mark corners. We can never deal with corners well. Like, there's always a mismatch or, like, someone forgets persons in their zone or whatever. I think it was... I, I mean, Tony was at fault, but, I mean, fair play. I mean, even if Alderweire didn't get it, I think they're, like, all the Spurs players were all, like, lined up for, lined up for it. I think another one, probably, one of them probably would have gotten, it, gotten to it first. In reality, it probably should have been a draw. I don't think we deserved to lose that game. No. I, I think, think yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... It was just two average teams, wasn't it? At the end of the day, like, it was really. It's going to be worrying. Like I can't see either us even getting fifth next year. Honestly, with Wolves playing like they are, United unfortunately look good. Um, we've obviously got City and Liverpool. I think Man United are a bit overhyped. They're they're beating like the bottom half of the table and acting as if they're like beating like the top <laughs> half of the table. Like I'm sorry, like, do, you can't just be hyping got, up against. They've like, got they've got I say more potential, more of a ceiling than us too. I think yeah. with the players. Um, yeah, I and they, like... think of, they have so much money if they want a centre back they can just go buy a centre back whereas we have to budget for about four years if we want to sign someone I think Spurs are in a much more difficult position than we are because I think I mean you guys have the stadium to pay off your manager's Definitely. a lot worse even if you sack him you've got to pay him what like £30 million and like yeah, it's like severance that, pay lives, lives off £15 million payoffs and stuff it's, it's ridiculous you're still paying the Pochettino as well, his yeah. severance, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we are. You got, I did, I did, you got uh, the All or Nothing documentary as well. Oh, I'm oh, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm looking for that as well. All sorts yeah. happening in that now. <laughs> I think one of the big problems for Spurs as well is that we had we were relying on this kind of NFL next year. That was going to bring in so much revenue. And they're saying they're not playing anything abroad. So that's going to really, really screw us a bit for next year. Um, and I think it might take like a big... Even someone sell like someone like Kane just to rebuild that defense, really. If it came down I mean, to it, but... do you really think Kane's even going to stay? Because I don't see you guys getting. I mean, we're both, I both not going to get top four. I mean, who's Kane yeah, going to go to? I yeah, honestly, I I wouldn't blame him at all. I dread to think who will bring in. It's pretty. <laughs> who do you have? How many years fun. does he have left on his contract? I think he's got about three or four. He signed quite a big one recently. He's on about two hundred k a week. But you'd think someone like. If Real Madrid needed a striker, they could they could easily pay him that, that money. Yeah, I don't, who, have they still got Benzema? Benzema up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah Benzema's playing really well for them actually. Yeah. Recently, yeah, he's going back ben. going back form. They got Benzema and, and Jovic as well on the bench. He, he hasn't been like getting in the team because of Benzema. Well, I've seen like City, City also linked to quite a few strikers because obviously they don't know if Jesus can handle being the next number nine. So I saw them linked to Kane. A Bamiyang would be probably a good signing for them, to be honest. To get him mm. very cheap for one last one. I can't. I, I can't. can't, I, can't have, I hope he can't. Can't have another striker going to Manchester. <laughs> no, no. 
I can see it happening though. I, I really don't <laughs> hope it doesn't happen, but I can see City being like putting a bid in whatever. So with him not signing, is it a, like a money issue, or is it? A, does no one really know? <laughs> I think it's just it's just ambition issues. I don't I don't yeah. think. I mean, even if I was him, the squad, like in terms of like the squad or whatever, I don't think Arsenal are the team that could. Could like win, get Champions League football next year. No. I think that's like why he's that's why he's hesitated to sign him. Probably like similar with Kane, is in like future future potential of the team isn't doesn't look that amazing. Hmm. Do you think that Arsenal? I think have a they have probably three or four pretty good prospects. To be fair, Martinelli, Saka, um, Tierney. I think they're all quite good players. Hmm. I think you're in a decent shape. I'm not sure. I think you're in a better hmm. shape than us. Who are, are the Arsenal's? Who would you be willing to sacrifice um, with all these talks about Partey or like a potential centre back signing? It obviously needs some reshuffling. And who would you be willing to sacrifice? When Doozy can get in the bin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, Mustafi. I could, I'd happily let Lacazette go if Aubameyang signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, in terms of that, like, we can sell Mustafi in that, but Mustafi's not going to get as much. Money, whereas Lacazette is easy to get million potentially. I mean, we have like eight centre backs at the club. Like, <laughs> sell like half of them. <laughs> like, I think it's the Brazilian guy you signed. Oh, he's injured. Isn't he? Oh, he's he's gone Mary. a while. He was. Got, Ma- oh, Mary's still there. Yeah, Mary's there. Yeah, Mary. Mavrakinos on loan. Yeah, he, he's coming. Um, Chambers like, injured. Holding. Oh, oh, I completely yeah, forgot. Chambers. We got quite good, isn't he? Saliba apparently is pretty good. Yes, yeah, Saliba. I'm excited to see him play. But he's probably got. He's probably ruined him. I mean, knowing our centre backs. I mean, if you've got to think about it, I mean, Spurs as well. Like, what's happening with Alderweireld? Like, are you selling him or? Um. So he's signed. He signed a contract mm-hmm. this year. So he'll be. I think he signed to 2022. So you've got another two years of him. And he's, you're not, we're not selling now. I don't think anyone would want to pay for a 32-year-old now at a premium with his contract as well. The Tongan's going at the end of the season, which leaves us with basically Dyer, Sanchez and Alavir. Dyer's, Dyer's already got one year as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he can, he can leave happily. Sanchez looks good, but he's just one of those players who's got a mistake in him every game. And it's just you just know it's coming. So I think we're going to have to invest in a few centre-backs this summer. Never heard of that before. <laughs> yeah, you, you guys the experts in mistakes in the game. <laughs> obviously main thing is buy a right back because Aurier I mean do you trust right. Walker Peters to be a backup no I think he's I think he's probably too weak uh, for the Prem but I'd still rather really, it's just there's a real limitation of players this summer and especially with money and it's going to be so little money because of this whole thing I don't know it's going to be a tricky window, especially for us. We'll sign Ryan Fraser. That's what I know for sure. Do you even want Ryan Fraser? No, but he's such a bang on free transfer. <laughs> Decent contract, no wages. No, nah, you're I gonna have to pay this... him mad wages because he's a free transfer. Yeah, I think this yeah. like transfer window will be such like a a unique one, just based off of, especially in the Premier League, based of how short the summer is and after coronavirus and how much it's impacted big clubs' European chances because such like reshuffling. Yeah, definitely. 
Do you guys even want Europa League? Would you rather have Europa League or nothing? We need uh, it for the money. They're keeping players. Money. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think our only chance might be the FA Cup. And that is so worrying because it's <laughs> <laughs> like it's Man City we to play. Yeah. It's probably the hardest four team I've seen in the FA Cup in a long time. Yeah. To be fair, like when we won it in 2017, we beat City and we beat Chelsea that year. That, so, that um, was exceptional. That was in holding was in his prime as well. So if he can get back to that. Yeah. The thing is, we had big game players. Like we had Sanchez. and San- Whatever you say about oh. Sanchez, he would turn up for the big games. Like he would always score. But... Yeah. We just don't have the team. That was when we played like three at the back that season, I remember. And we were like immense. <laughs> and then Mer- that was always be the Murtasaka final. But yeah, yeah. we just don't have the players for that. We're just not going to win the FA Cup. I just don't think we are. It's like definitely like, I was a bit disappointed with Aubameyang today actually talking about big game players. Like mm. yeah, really good opportunities. And I feel like it happens quite a lot in the big games in Aubameyang. He actually doesn't take his chances. And it's all well and good, like scoring twice against Norwich or whatever. And, like, <laughs> but, like, he should have scored at least one of his chances today and he, had, and he didn't. And I remember last year against Spurs away, he missed a penalty in the 90th minute and stuff like that. And you just think like he needs to deliver more in these big games if he's, if he's worth this like 250000 a week and all of that. That tapping in the first half that he should have had from the cutback I think oh, that was by yeah, far yeah. his easiest chance. Yeah. Like, if you're going to take one, that. take that one. Yeah, and he should, when he hit the bar, like, he should have done better with that, I think, actually. Like, yeah. I thought it was a bit generous saying it was a tough angle. Like, he should have worked the keeper. He had a very, he had a very good half volley, to be fair. He was unlucky with that. Yeah, it was no, a good shot. Yeah. impressive, to be fair. Good save. Very good. I'd have to say, both goalkeepers played really well. I think Martinez, for us, was actually really good. Without, I think without him, he probably could, he might have considered a few. Because, like, the first one with Kane trying to chip in, mm. thankfully he saved that. Yeah. And then, like, a few times where he rushed out, like, smothered, smothered the ball. Uh, I do yeah. think, because our, our defenders such liabilities, he did, like, step up today. Mm. Do you think him and Leno beat for place? Or do you think Leno's got that? Honestly, got that don't I, know. I think it's going to be a competition, to be fair. I don't yeah. think Leno's going to walk straight in. But I don't think Leonard's going to play before the end of the season, so it's probably Emmys to keep. I reckon this is probably the best thing for Leno in a strange way because, say he can't, say say if we had no Martinez, had like Matt Macy as backup, and Leno comes back in and doesn't really have to have real competition, but you can see how he's like weak off injury in the games. Whereas well with Martinez, he's going to really have to work his way back, um, and even if he doesn't play right away. Um, it's like the best scenario for like both of them, even because they're like up their games immensely. And Anna's already already in ridiculous form as it was until that. I think the one advantage that Emmys gives us is his distribution is actually yeah, so much yeah. better than Leno's. Like he can actually ping a pass properly. Yeah. I think I think the thing is like Arteta plays like Pep's similar system, so I do think mm-hmm. the kind does give Martinez uh, the advantage because I think. If Arteta is like Pep, he'll favour a goalkeeper who can actually ping out and has very good distribution. Very true. I mean, at least we don't have to buy a backup goalkeeper now. I mean, we've kind of got that in the back. I mean, in, the, in this That's corona true. times. But, I mean, the same, wait, yeah, good. I should say, how long does Emmy have on his contract left? Honestly, I have no clue. <laughs> no, I don't keep up to date with backup keeper. <laughs> yeah. 
hasn't he been at your club for about seven years? I'm pretty sure he's the longest serving. That is an awesome player. You've just discovered now, basically. I mean, it's a testament to the loan system that he's like improved so much and now he's like like a quality goalkeeper. Being a goalkeeper is very risk free as well, injury wise. So you can have a long career being a backup. Yeah. Well, doesn't um, Schmeichel, no, not Schmeichel, um, who was the backup for Leicester when they won the league? Oh, um, uh, the Australian. Yeah, and he won the league with Chelsea in the league after because he was also yeah. the oh, Schwarzer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Rob Green won the Europa League with Chelsea. Rob. <laughs> Um, so obviously Arsenal fans um, were somehow convinced that we're going to get Thomas Partey um, I don't know if that's ever actually going to happen we're pretty deluded um, what Spurs like transfer targets like I have just no clue I just obviously don't keep up with them so I, I've mentioned Ryan Fraser um, he's one I think Nathan Ake is another one but I don't think I think there's quite a few clubs in for him so I don't think we'll get him I've heard he's going to City I've heard like City yeah. are him up he's a good player um, honestly just just not really a transfer target. I'd just love to see Ndombele playing more, to be honest. It's really frustrating. When he comes on, he looks like such a good player. But, you know, Mourinho has a past of freezing out certain players. And I really hope he doesn't do that to Ndombele. Because he's a record signing. And he looks a baller, to be fair. He like looks he, like what we want, like in Partey. I'm assuming yeah. that's how he plays. I think he's a bit more, a bit more attack-focused. I only think Partey's more defensive, isn't he? He's more of a mm-hmm. CDM. But, um, yeah... I think, to be honest, as I said, there's so like little money. We really don't have. Doesn't we only look like we're going to sign free agents like Willian as well? I mean, that would be pretty disastrous if we end up signing Willian after him rejecting us five years ago. But I've heard Willian might come to Arsenal as well, and I'm not even sure if I want Willian. I don't want. I don't want him. I think we've got too many wingers already. Yeah, I think we've got a lot of winger talent. So no for Willian then. Okay, let him go to Spurs then. He can ruin the wage bill up. That he would eat, but I he always gets played a lot by Chelsea fans. But I, I, he, score, he seems to score a lot. He scores quite a bit. Like yeah. he takes all the penalties, though. Yeah, Chelsea fans don't seem amazing, but he always plays well when I see him. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, I just. Yeah. Are you guys interested in like Max Aaron's for that, like that right back spot? Yeah, right, yeah. So Max, there's quite a few of those Norwich players who are quite good. Max Aaron's would be a really good signing. I think Jamal Lewis on the left back as well, quite a good player as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd Cantwell as well, as that's the kind of central defender. I'd want Jack Grealish to be honest. I'd love Jack Grealish. Yeah, I don't. I think Grealish to City or, or United. I'm not sure he's gonna. Mm. I, it's annoying. We could have got him for about 25 million a year or two ago, but we decided to bid something like Josh Onoma plus six million, which is probably the most <laughs> ridiculous bid. <laughs> It's up there with 40 millions some... at one pound. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's going to be an interesting interesting summer. You don't think there'll be too many big moves, generally. Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's, those, it's those young sort of upcoming players like Grealish and Cantwell. Yeah, in those sort of like, relegate, like relegated teams, or seem, like, mm. could be relegated teams. All that... Um, uh, so that Brentford guy looks very good. Ben, ben, ben Rama. Rama. Did you see his goal yeah, so against Derby? That was a great goal. Yeah. What a player. A Chelsea earned for Ben Rama, apparently. Anybody else not hearing George? 
No. Okay, we'll, we'll move on from George. Um, <laughs> um, Actually, who do you think it's going to go down? I mean, go down, Norwich is going down. I think Bournemouth are pretty much down, to be honest. Um, Villa got a huge win today. Yeah, I don't, yeah. But there's still four really points really behind Watford, I think. And yeah, sure thing is though, but, but Watford have West Ham next, and Watford and West Ham are both on the same points. So that's going to be a big game. Yeah. Um, if, one of the, if one of them loses, they might be sucked into a fight with Villa, possibly. I think currently it's, it's looking like Bournemouth and Villa also going down. Uh, I think yeah. that's pretty, pretty accurate, to be honest. Okay, so we, we've lost George. He, I'm guessing he's going to come back. We've only got a couple of minutes left anyway on the Zoom call. Yeah, um, yeah so we're playing Liverpool next. Um, it'll be an interesting game. We'll probably do a reaction straight away after that game as well. Um, I dread to think how much we'll lose by. Um, probably quite a lot, let's be honest. Um, um, what, what do you think the team lineup's going to be for Liverpool? I think we're... Away to Liverpool, actually. Sorry, boy. Yeah. Liverpool away. I'd like to see Saka start and play a whole game against Liverpool. I I, I personally think that's a no-brainer. Like, he brings so much to the team. And I think he got that, like, silly yellow, but, like, he was really really into it. I think he, like, a lot of these young players will be bitter that, especially these carrying players, will be bitter that they didn't get to play. in the, the derby, which is probably the one game they were so looking forward to. Um, yeah, other than that, yeah. Bellerin, I don't know. I think he's just sorting out. Bellerin's get in the bed. Yeah. yeah. Put Cedric in there. I think I'd like to see a 4-3-3 um, and play yeah. Torreira in midfield with Xhaka and Smiles. Um, I think Torreira will give us that bit more solidity as well. I don't want to see those two yeah. up against Mane for Salah and Firmino because it could be absolutely carnage. <laughs> I'd rather see a four-three-three with with Torreira just sitting. Do we play Willock maybe to get a bit more midfield no, and drive forward? I, I don't think Willock. That that game isn't. I don't think Willock would like is good enough to handle the Liverpool players. I I, I do think he'll his confidence will get shredded. Shredded. He's played in that game. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, so then who do you put as a centre back pairing? I mean, like at oh, best yeah. the worst. Like David Luiz and Mustafi, I guess. I mean, they as much as frustrating as they are, right individually, they do kind of work well together. Far like the old mistakes, which I'm fearing, but yeah, against Liverpool, there's only so much he can like, really do against them. And yeah, maybe seeing holding, but he look he does look quite slow since his injury. And yeah, maybe putting four at the back will give them a lot less pressure. Oh, Having yeah, Louise no. in a four, in a two, as a centre back two, is, he, <laughs> he don't mean, know what he's gonna do. Yeah, we just don't play consistency, I suppose. I just play, I play Mustafi in holding, hundred percent. Oh, yeah. you know you're gonna play David Louise. No, I'm not playing Louise. <laughs> Louise is oh. definitely starting. There's no way he's getting dropped. Yeah, no, Mustafi really surely got to go over Louise. I think. Uh, no. I think the thing is, Mustafi is like generally solid though. Yeah, so, is like, he? His worst game for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. He's been like pretty, like just pretty solid. This is like the worst. This is like second half of probably his worst performance since. Uh, just his decision making. He was just going all in all over like, the place. So rash. 
Yeah. I did back his bicycle kick, though. I like the ambition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ball nearly crossed the line from where Maurice was catching <laughs> yeah, was, it, to be I was, fair. I was waiting for, like, that, like, um, Merseyside Derby Pickford sort of bobble to happen off the over kick, but nah, <laughs> not this time. Okay. Sorry, boys. Is that, is that better? Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're good now. What, uh, so we'll, we'll pivot to Spurs to finish off. Uh, what's your next game? Um, we've got, of course, actually, uh, um, Newcastle away. Newcastle <laughs> That's a tough off. game, to be fair. That's a tough well, game. It's a tough game. I think it's a tough game if they had fans, but I think without without fans, I think these games become much more uh, just who's better, really. Even though I say yeah. that, we lost a shot 3-0. But they're yeah. better than us. So, <laughs> That's I mean, if right. you can handle, if you can handle, um, what's his name? Say Maximum. I think he's good. He'll tear, he'll tear off fullbacks one, but limited firepower up top. I think probably draw. I, I honestly, draw. we're playing, so I don't know. We, we could grind out a win, you know. Who knows with just Mourinho team? I just, I, I couldn't call any game really. And my like, trophy Mourinho is definitely, um, he's up there with his pragmatism is, it's yes. waning. It's crazy how much he like transforms a team in such Jose style. Like it was like, yeah. a classic Jose game. Like the, uh, all the sitting back, all like the the scrappiness of it. But it does work, and it's really difficult to be. And there's a reason he has so much set, like success, however consistent it may be. But I I actually have to think. I don't think today was some tactical masterclass. I mean, we just. <laughs> No, if like if, if you bury a few chances, it's the game over. We score from a corner, and then we, it's just I don't know. I didn't, I, we weren't that tight at all. I, <laughs> I really struggled to see how Marino could get much credit for that. To be honest, today I think that was just you didn't put away your chances. No. We got a bit. I mean, I just I I don't Rattled. see any. Unfortunately, honestly, I'm still annoyed that we didn't win that game, but. Um, so yeah. yeah, so disappointed. You didn't play enough in the second half. To be fair, no, you had a lot. Of, we just you didn't play chances. You did have a lot of ball. It was completely dropped off. I think it was. I think Arteta will learn a lot from this game. I think he's still pretty young in his managerial career. I think. I think he's starting to realize he needs to make his subs a lot quicker and like mm-hmm. actually play some subs. But if we had a full squad, I think Mart. If you brought up Martinelli in that game, I think that game is completely oh. different. Martinelli, yeah. Martinelli in that midfield or wherever he gets put. Yeah, he's just so, like, so dangerous. Mm. Like, the potential for these, like, young players, if you can get him in and keep him healthy. Yes, yeah, it's really exciting. I just kind of want this season to be over, to be honest. I'm I'm a bit tired of seeing this. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's just, I think both of us are just so, like, poor. I'd rather just get next season over and done with it. Like, get start next season and, like, actually Definitely. bring some positivity around us because, like, I, mean, I want some signings. That's what I want. I just yeah, He's probably not even going to get a full pre-season now as well because of no. coronavirus. But I think you could kind of consider these kind of games pre-season if you think about it. And, like, mm. it'll probably be just, like, the best way to do it. When do you think when did, when's, when is the season going to start? Because... September. I was talking with my sister about this. September. September. Yeah. Probably. It's, it's, going to be, it's going to be tight though because uh, Champions League next month. Still. Yeah. I think they'll finish that in August, right? They'll finish all of those games. Pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. The final's on the 24th, I think. 
Uh, yeah, September. Yeah. And then you also have like Euro, you also have like Euros next year. It's like Pele is barely get a break. Mm. Euros and Olympics next year, isn't it? Yeah. But I wonder what they'll do uh, for capacities next year and fans. Because I know the NFL, it's like I think they're reducing by about fifteen percent most of the grounds. But I don't I even think they're going to have any fans in there. Like whatsoever. You don't think? No. Uh, really. You're looking at like. Arsenal are going to be so hard hit with that as well, with no fans. Like, it's going to be huge. Yeah, yeah it's like it? Like, how are you going to get 60,000 people to the Emirates? You can't even get like 10,000 in there. Like, imagine like the concourse. People who mm. can't have socially distance in there. It's just going to be impossible. Yeah, and the tube trains and stuff like that. Like, it's not possible, really. It's a shame. Yeah. And I guess um, that's a pretty good place to end, to be honest. Good, mm-hmm. good performance, lads.